It's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Trevor along with you from EFTM.com.au. And each and every week, we find each other somewhere on the planet. And today, it's in the EFTM studio. Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mates. G'day, Trevor. You know, the last couple of weeks, I've driven more than I have in the rest of the year. Did you know <laughs> I hope you great, filled out your logbook for yeah. next year's taxes. Great to be out here in the country. The stars are so much brighter out here, isn't it? Lovely. <laughs> You're such a smart Sunny. Ass. Very nice, very nice. You know, nice lots of our listeners live here. on the outskirts of metropolitan areas. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Just because you're an inner city dweller. Well, not quite inner city. I'm more a southeastern city dweller. Oh, is that why you're a South fan? Yeah. I'm just joking. It's obviously that's you're a South fan, but that's there you just, go. It's a whole other world they of problems. They did have a win. Like, they won, had did a they? win against <clears throat> Penrith. They've yeah. had a win this year. We're back. A <clears throat> win? Two wins out of the eight. You'll watch out. You watch you out. You think you're going to make the eight? Definite possibility. <laughs> that is the least confident thing oh, I've ever heard. Mate, you keep an eye out. <clears throat> you know, it's a definite possibility New South Wales will win the Origin next year, yeah. next week, next, next week. week. Oh, is it's a big right? chance. Yeah. Mate, Thurston's not in, so. Yeah. I'd be putting money on the Blues. You think so? Oh, mate, Even at Suncorp. Just for funsies. And this is a once a year I'm Queenslander just, saying I'm that. I'm just trying to be nice to you, mate. Okay. They're going to get smashed. You think so? You're going to get smashed. By the way, we're not recording next Wednesday night. It's Origin night, okay? What are you talking about? Why Cause, not? Because <laughs> I'm watching Origin. Where are you? Where will you be? Probably my my theatre. Just in previous years, folks, he's invited me around. We've yeah, had dinner at the local will. pub. <laughs> well, do you um, want to? How's, I'll put it out there live on the podcast. Yeah. Do you want to come to watch the game and then we'll record? I'll be there at half time. After New Ish. South Wales gets smashed. Uh, well, not after <laughs> Queensland gets smashed. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. That's on tape. Yeah. After New South Wales smash the Queenslanders. I've got this little nightly radio show I've got to do. Ah. Mate, I'll right, be there by 9.20. I forgot about that. I'll be there by 9.20, so we can't have dinner. Can't have a schnitzy. No, that's true. It's an outrage, actually. Yeah. Can't you get someone else to do the shift that night, mate? I don't think that's appropriate. Really? I've had... Just I've say, had... mate, origin night. See ya. Just <laughs> try that out. Try that on for i I'll, I'll just... Dear executives, there's no one listening, <laughs> so I may as well not be here. <laughs> <laughs> there's people it's origin mate. night. They're all listening to Hadley call the game. You think so? <clears throat> not really. Okay. I don't know. Two blokes talking tech. We will talk tech in uh, just a moment. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Stephen. Yes, Trevor. Please explain. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to suggest you do that. You. That was very well done. That's just the production values of the show oh, are mate, just so good. What other podcast is going to that much trouble? Wow. Sure. Some, wow. Sure. Some blokes to are quote getting, Gus Gould. Wow. Getting different guests in every week and <laughs> overproducing their shows. Fantastic. But this is this yeah. is fully random, fully That's live. Good. Please explain. We That's um awesome. we play the dear Pauline and. Just to set the record straight, <clears throat> I'm not a lefty. Um, this is not an anti-Pauline just, thing. Just, okay, just to me, for me to qualify what Trevor just said now, <laughs> Trevor kindly called into the Ben Fordham show on uh, the Sydney Live with Ben Fordham on TGB and made, explained the rules and, 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 and pointed out that, yes, Pauline Hanson broke several rules. And then uh, Pauline Hanson cre- 
proceeded to call him that bloke, that guy, doesn't know what he's talking about. He, she intimated that, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever, mate. Whatever, Trev. And then there was a caller that called, oh, that bloke, so he's a narc, he's a narc lefty. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my car in my life. When I heard that. It was awesome. So the reason we need... Please explain. ...is because Pauline is a goose, right? She, is, she has been really poorly advised here. And as I said, I've said on her Facebook page, just to stop the narcs, I'm actually a fan. I think I think some of what she does is fun. I'm I'm yeah. a big fan. Yeah, no dramas at all. But <clears throat> what she did on yesterday was something very illegal. Now, let's give the background for people on Twitter, uh, on her t- on her official Twitter page yesterday, probably five o'clock in the afternoon. She there was a video of her, and there's lots of videos of Pauline on her Twitter page. They do play the social game very well. And what it was, it was Pauline standing there with a DJI controller and getting big smile on her face, and then the p- camera pans out, and there's a Mavic Pro flying outside of her balcony. She's talking about it. She's making a joke about it. It's her, not her plane, not her not her drone, because that's a whole other political story. And then she says at one point, she says, I've just got to keep it below 400 feet. And then she keeps going and talking. And then I've got to land this thing. I've got to go to Paul Murray Life. Mate, I watched this the next morning. And I went, well, she's in trouble. And I went bowling with the kids, came back, wrote the story. And the thing is, it was actually very easy to find where she was. Because yeah. Townsville ain't a big place. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, just look at the video. I could see a harbour. I could see some boats. I could see a road that kind of intersected on a quite yeah. acute angle. And there was these two buildings. Mate, it took me three minutes on Google Maps to find the building. And using that, I was able to open up the CASA Can I Fly There app, and mm. and it just immediately said no, yeah. illegal. It's restricted airspace. <laughs> and secondly, so that's law number one. You're yep. flying in restricted airspace. Yep. Uh, regulation number two: You cannot fly close to buildings. Yeah. In fact, thirty meters is yeah. is the is the was, number. Yeah, but she she did she did mention the four hundred feet. So they oh it, well give, done. Give her credit for that one, yeah. right? But she was flying it within like three meters of a building. Like, hello. Yeah. So she comes on. So you're right. I went on Ben Fordham's show and, and pretty quickly said, "No, this is what she's done wrong. This and this." And he, during my live conversation with him, said, oh, no, she doesn't. She says, her team says that the location that Trevor's given is not where she was staying. Utter rubbish, because it's just 100% where she was staying, you can tell. Mm. Um, But then she calls in and she says, look, um, she said things along the lines of, no, no, we were very safe. No one was in danger. Um, she says it was, it was completely fine. There's a few weird things. She says, like, I was not anywhere near a public space. I was not within 30 meters of people. There was no danger to anyone. It was not near the airport. Then Ben says, well, it's just cause they talked about some other stuff. And Ben said, look, let's just get back to the 30 meter thing. Are you in trouble? And she goes, she said this as a quote, look, it doesn't say within 30 metres of building. That's my reading of it, and I've been informed about it. Well, Pauline, <laughs> yeah, you've got hello. really awful yeah. information from well, your advisors because it l- says very clearly in the CASA regulations you must not fly closer than 30 metres yeah. to vehicles, boats, buildings, or people. You're gone. That's 900 bucks at least. Let's talk about the advisors and the advisor yeah. that gave her the drone. James Ashby. Yeah, so he's flown the drone illegally before. In Canberra, yeah. over Parliament House. Uh, over, over, even, over people near Parliament House. So the he's, he's given a bit rules. of a hospital pass here. And this is, so my, at eftm.com.au, I'll give you the rundown of the story essentially and I'll yep. put photos and everything. But then what Stephen's done at Tech Guide is talk about why this is an issue. And yep. this is a really critical thing. Honestly, not a political, in fact, you know what? Full disclosure. I saw the video this morning, seven o'clock. I text Paul Murray, who's mm-hmm. a mate of mine, mm-hmm. and said, mate, someone needs to tell Pauline to pull her head in. She's broken a lot of laws. Mm. 
I didn't write the story straight away because it was my day with the kids and I thought I better not, you know, look like an idiot and yeah. skip bowling and stuff. But I went bowling with the kids. I came back. It had clearly started to blow up. I had to write the story. I've written yeah. drone stories a lot. And the thing here is it's, it's just poor advice. Mm. You know, politically speaking, who tells someone to go fly a drone like that in these circumstances, mm. not ticking every box in the lot. When you buy a Mavic Pro from anywhere in Australia, yeah. you get a little yellow brochure that says, here's where it's safe to fly, and it tells you these things. Now, Stephen Fennick is a qualified drone pilot, spent one week of his life ignoring me, ignoring PR people, <laughs> going to the middle of nowhere, flying drones to learn how the rules mm. work and become qualified. Mate, it's not easy to fly in that location even as a qualified pilot. Ab- absolutely right. And, and yeah, you're right. I, I've written something on Tech Guy. I, I took a slightly different approach. I've sort of gone past the story a bit now and wrote that her actions, actually, it, it, it's an example of the, the attitude a lot of people have got to drone safety. They think, oh, she'll be right. I'll be okay. <clears throat> And they're the people that can, that can cause injuries, property damage, yep. and 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 set a really bad example. Totally. So well, and look at her, and, and the, the how smart is she? She provided, as many people who break the rules do, provided the her, the evidence against herself by publishing the video. Yeah, like it's it's not you know it's not rocket science, but yeah. The 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 thing the, how I wrote my story was the fact that anyone can buy a drone. Yeah, anyone can walk in and buy a drone and. and Toss that little yellow pamphlet aside. Yeah, okay, she'll be right, and not, but still fly it where they're not supposed to. Yep. And what I pointed out in my story was the fact that yeah, I got my license, and I'm not saying everyone needs to have their license. No, not at all. But I, I love po- flying, I, but I haven't bothered to get a license because I don't want to. Yeah, I don't exactly want right. to commercialize. I don't want to yeah. have that restriction and requirement. But in my yarn, I put a picture of the handbook that I was yeah. given, 425 page handbook. Yeah. And. Uh, there was a 45-point checklist, pre-flight checklist, post-flight checklist, and the emphasis was so much on safety yeah. and looking for hazards, assessing the risks. That was, I think, 60% of the course was all about safety and flying the drone safely. Now, again, I say not everyone has to fly, do a course like I did to fly a drone. Not at all. But you do need to take make safety a priority. Now, who, look, f- thankfully, what happened with Pauline... It, no one got hurt except her reputation. Hmm. But and it could, especially rookie pilots, they think, oh, the how cool is this? And, and they lose control, crash it, lose it, injure someone, damage property, then we're in trouble. And it, until someone gets hurt, you know, we, we, can, we can laugh it off, but if someone gets hurt, imagine that's your son, your daughter, someone gets hurt, then there's going to be trouble. You know, <clears throat> this, this story won't slow down. And I've just had some bloke on Facebook message me. What about this? I'd really like to talk to you. Is the information you gave on Ben Fordham's show this morning, well, that's factually incorrect because this afternoon, it's completely incorrect and needs to be corrected. FYI, I'm a certified drone instructor and have been in the industry for 12 years. What? Mate, if he's suggesting that what Pauline did is correct, he's kidding himself. Wow. But secondly, Pauline comes on Facebook and, and says, you know, the mainstream media should be looking at these issues. Well, good luck to you. I'm not the mainstream media. I report on drone stories every frigging week. Yeah. Now, so you then, what about this, though? She then posts on this is... This is what annoys me about this uh, Facebook world. She's posting to her supporters saying, by the way, guys, one of my staff spoke with Cassa this afternoon who said there was no case to answer after a chat regarding the location of the flight. The location was checked uh, using a Cassa-approved pilot app called Oz Runways. It clearly shows the location past the three nautical miles mark, which uh, cleared the use in that particular spot. As for public safety, it was flown over a gravel pit. Thanks for everyone's concern, though. Now, 
that's not the point. Okay, you know what? It is so close to the border of the no-fly zone, she won't get fined for that. But close to the building. Well, just, just, as for just flying that. it, it is over a gravel pit on the building, but that's it's still over a it's, it's still the on a building. Still walk when she's going area. left and right, up and down. No, no, let's just let's assume they can't. Let's assume that's the roof or something of, yeah. of, a, of a pool complex, right? Yeah. When you're going left and right and zooming around, if you smash into the building and hit someone's apartment or person, mate, it's a huge risk. And Absolutely. my concern here is that Joe Blow out there who buys a drone, like a little spark, you know, flies it off a balcony yeah. and hits someone, or they just go, well, Pauline Hansen did it. Mm. That's a, it's about and, and we, we should mention the, the video has been taken down hurriedly taken down all, oh, those, all the news sites <clears throat> exactly. she took it down but all the news sites are running it so it's still out there but um, it, it's you know it's look I, I, a lot of people might think oh geez, it's only because you're talking about this because it's Pauline Hanson if someone else had done that no one would care but, well, no, that's not right. No, I don't agree that. If someone, if someone is is so is, Bunnings wants do. to bunning sausage, do yeah, exactly. But if someone, that's, that's what I said before. People uh, who provide the evidence against themselves by putting up these videos are the ones that get caught. They're the ones yeah. showing everybody. Well, hello, I've flouted the rules. And put it this way: if that was you or me doing that on Facebook. That we'd be in the same trouble Mate, as she. So it doesn't matter who was doing it, it's illegal. I think more than twice about where I fly the drone just because I don't, I can't be that guy that gets caught. Like no just way. It exactly. takes away me every neither. bit of credibility yeah, I've got. Me neither. So look, the rules are pretty clear. <clears throat> There's no doubt in my mind she breached one or two of them. Yeah. Let's just call it one. It's a $900 fine at the, at the thereabouts. In fact, the first drone fine I ever came across was in Townsville, as it happened. So, yeah. you know, there's examples up there. It's it's not the right thing to be doing. James Ashby needs to take a good hard look at himself well, and start yeah. dealing with policy and not drones. But, yeah, but yeah, it just, look, what my last thing I'll say about this is that it just goes to show how little some many drone owners, pilots, know about where they can and can't fly a drone. Yeah. There's a lot you got to learn. People think, oh, geez, let's go, let's go fly over Sydney Harbour. That looks beautiful. Restricted airspace. There's helicopters and seaplanes there. And if unless you check that, you're not you're in trouble. So that's just one example. There's so many places where you think, oh, I'm going to fly. And look, here. if you're listening and, and wondering how this works, just yeah. download the Can I Fly There app. Yep. It now has more information than you've ever seen before. It has very close and clear indications. In fact, there's some airstrips where you can stand right next to and fly because yeah. they've 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 made them such as just the approach yeah. and landing. You're it's, beside it's, it. That's like right. That's, Instead it's, of approach, it's been excellent. But it also now points out helicopter landing zones and all yeah. those kinds. It tells of things. you what I like about it is, and, and you can type in a location, like you know how you typed in the town, the, the, like where she was. You can, if you think, oh, I'm going to go to the Hunter Valley and fly a drone, you can actually type in the address where you want to go and it'll then tell you whether you can fly there or not. So you don't actually have to be there. You can type in an address like you did on the on the app. What I like about it, though, it tells you, it doesn't just say, no, nah, you can't fly. It tells you why you can't fly as well. It points mm. out restricted area, restricted airspace, whatever. There's, a, there's an Air Force base next door. It tells you why you can't. So... In part of that course that I did was was reading maps, reading charts yeah. to say, well, can I fly here? Half half the written exam was plotting points on maps and saying, can I fly here? When if I if there's a something going on here, can I do it here? And what's the procedure? So you really need to look around on the map to see what's there. Like the, one of the questions had like a, a mine, a mine, and and like within two kilometers was an airstrip. Yeah. So well, obvious answer there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a tough one. It's not hard to understand. But just be careful out there, folks. That's all we're saying. Don't don't yeah. not, don't Mate, stop we love flying. flying. Get out just there. Just be careful. Be considerate. Fly safe. Fly safely because you never know what could happen. If it happens with you on your own in, in a wide open space, then better than being near people where people are at risk. Two blokes talking tech.
would be fair to say we've had a bit of a political start to the show, mate, with Pauline Hanson talking about that. Well, I'm going to probably uh, ratchet that up a little bit more when we talk about energy prices and how they're going up. There was another increase last Saturday, 20% increase. Yep. And the the way we're going, the way we're tracking, the energy prices are not going to go anywhere but up. And within five years, the estimate is that uh, the bill that you're paying today, in five years, it'll be more than twice as high as what we're paying today. So with that in mind, I thought I would talk about a new way for you to get your electricity. And now we've all heard of solar panels and batteries. The Tesla Powerwall is a great example. But there's a new player in town. This They've only just launched in Australia yesterday. And this is a German battery maker called Sonnen. And they have a similar battery set up to what Tesla has, but with one big difference. They've got, they've got this service, this system called Sonnen Flat. So you've got your panels, you've got your Sonnen battery, you sign up to this Sonnen Flat, that's part of your setup, and it will actually become your energy provider. So Sonnen becomes your power company. Right, so you still stay connected to the grid, just like you can now. You can change you can. to any any other provider, so you can change from AGL to Origin, whatever yep. it is. But with the added addition of you're obviously putting solar panels on your roof and battery in your home, battery in your home, <coughs> so you're storing the power. Right, but with Son and Flat, it builds up a network of users. So, say in Sydney, there is three thousand Son and Flat batteries. So, what you do is any excess power you share on the grid with not only those other Sonnen users, but also onto the main grid for that, for, to balance the grid, so yep. to supply power back to the grid. So hang on, when, you over, when you've got an oversupply and or from your battery, it yep. will supply power to the grid? It will, if, if, if it's needed, if, you, if there's enough pooled extra power from your batteries, it will do mm. that. And it'll never leave a customer in, you know, high and dry, so a customer will always have enough power to run whatever they've got to do at home. But it will it will provide load balancing for the, the main grid as well if there's enough power. But it basically creates a little network of battery owners mm. who are they've got each other's backs in terms of uh, battery support. And let's be clear, you're not actually being connected to one another. Let's say you and I had battery packs. We're not, we don't actually connect our homes together. It's just part of the whole, frankly, very complicated trading market that is energy. Uh, and what happens is um, Sonnen, becomes a trader on the energy market yep. and they're able to trade your energy into the market just as you know pump someone with a gas power station is able to trade energy onto the market they're just trading in smaller amounts and they're able to utilize that at different times a day so they're just becoming an, an electricity provider i guess my only question is um there are already kind of sellback rates and stuff like that yeah there are so, with this, so one, though, with this one, you don't know about those rates. You don't need to know about those rates. They're just happy to say, if you've got panels and a battery and it suits your home in terms of your usage, free, done. That's it. You won't, pay, you won't so have another it's to their bill. advantage for them to suck the power out of your house and sell it into the grid yep. and make money off you. And so, that, yeah, that's right. But also then you don't, you don't get a bill. So you can kiss your electricity bill goodbye. Zero electricity bill. And you've, let's, let's be clear. You've paid 30 grand for the well, stuff. Well, exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Let's be clear. You need to have panels. You need to have a big enough battery capacity to qualify you for Sonnen Flat, which is sort of the, uh, sort of the higher level battery. Yep. And you think, let, let's say the, the setup is, could be between battery. If you've already got panels, it's going to be cheaper, of course. But if you, you're starting from scratch, you've got the panels, you've got the battery. Let's call it 30K. But you think about how much power you spend a year. Yeah, yeah. Personally, my, my power bill, I reckon, is about four grand a year, 4,000 bucks. Okay, I don't think three, that's three, five. Okay. So imagine not years. having to pay that in, yeah. that in over three years. That's that's ten thousand. Mm. 
But imagine though, power prices are going to go up. So in five years, that that three thousand five hundred, four thousand is going to be eight thousand dollars. So your return on investment. People are saying, "Oh, wow, thirty grand is a lot of money." But think of it like this: the money you're going to get back by not having an electricity bill is it'll return on investment will be maybe six, seven years. You'll get your money back. But then take it further with two other things. Imagine in in ten years time, would it be fair to say you'll be driving an electric car? hundred percent. So where is that going to be charged? Say you and your wife, you've got to both got electric cars. So mm. you've got to take, you've got to sort of, you've got to factor that into the whole situation. Well, so we're not thinking short term here. We're looking 10 years, 20 years I down the track. I no bones about it, mate. If I had the cash, I'd do yeah. it immediately. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd put panels up straight away mm-hmm. and I'd work towards a battery as soon as yeah. I could. Yeah. Um, it's just, mate, what, I tell you, and, and breaking news for anyone that's looking for a business idea, this is it. Just finance. Like, mm. you know Harvey Norman's 48 months interest-free and all that kind yeah. of jargon? Someone's got to come well, up with... they have, they have. You know, but yeah. they're, 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 at the moment, they're just they're just standard finance kind of plans. Yeah. Someone needs something innovative in the finance yeah. world. And this 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 thing is as close as it gets because it's free power. So there's this there's something innovative there. Yeah. But, mate, when something innovative hits my desk, that means that I can base it... Because here's, here's the thing. What I, I don't get bills, and this is a silly thing that I do. I don't get bills. I pay everything in advance. So I pay, I don't know, like 300 bucks a, a fortnight or 200 bucks a fortnight into my energy account. And they send me they send me a bill that has like minus 500 on it. And then sometimes in the year it's plus 200. But across the year, it's always just even. I'm happy to pay someone that money mm-hmm. if they just let me convert. So, yeah. so I'm happy to keep paying my energy bill at its current rate. Mm-hmm. So the business plan I would have is, I finance Trevor Long, so I'm, I'm Business X. I finance someone like Trevor Long to put uh, panels under the roof and battery in his house that will cover his home usage maybe, plus some to earn some money off it, uh, as long as he commits to paying exactly what he's paying today for the next six years or something. Mm-hmm. I'll sign a contract. So you're locked into the I'll the lock price. into what I'm paying yeah, now. That's a good idea. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but but natural, natural Solar, by the way, is the, the exclusive, it's a, a big coup for them, exclusive distributor of Sonnen. And I think they have rates where I think they've got like – various rates that they offer like you know if you want to pay a cash component then sort of phase out the rest like pay it off over four or five years whatever they got so finance is not new but thing that what you're saying is a good idea where you can you give get an incentive to get it so that you know that you're, you're not going to get uh smashed by a hike in yeah, the future that's it but the other thing to consider too and and, and this this would this this was something that i, I never really sort of considered to, to begin with was Think of the value it's going to add to your home. Imagine, imagine, oh, yeah. imagine in ten years' time, right? You got you got the panels, or, or you know, I've got them in my place. I've got a battery. I've got panels, and I don't pay electricity for electricity. So imagine down the track, say 10, 15 years, you know, Joe and I decide to downsize. We're selling our place. Imagine telling the buyer, oh, by the way, you know how we have got panels and a battery. You're never going to pay for electricity ever That's again. That's true. And yeah, then yeah. you go, what? That's going yeah. to save us how much money? Suddenly, your house is attractive as as if it's compared to say three other homes in the category, same price range that don't have that. Mm. That's you're automatically saving them however much money. So that that's another thing to consider. Where if you you want to. We always talk about uh, investing in our own property and increasing the value of our property. That is another way of doing it, I think. No, I don't disagree. I love, love, love the idea. So, um, yeah, there's some good good options out there. Stephen has the full details of that uh, $0 electricity plan up on techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, time to meet Orbi, the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure, and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every 
inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no drop connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orby reaches up to 370 square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs and doors. And with dedicated internet connection, Orby helps prevent buffering while streaming your favourite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you'll have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi tri-band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem to maximise the speed that you're already paying for. Orbi's sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show. It gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. And with just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi-Fi network will be ready in no time. And I tested this the other night just randomly. I was upstairs across the other side of the house in, in one of the bedrooms, did a speed test, Exactly the same speed as I'm getting downstairs next to the modem. Unbelievable to get, you know, 90 down, 30, 40, 30 or 40 up in another part of the house using Wi-Fi. For more information, visit netgear.com.au or be better Wi-Fi everywhere. <laughs> Take a deep breath, Trevor. Deep I'm breath just, first. I'm just a bit frustrated, okay? I have given some great credit to Foxtel over the last couple of months. Firstly, um, Foxtel now, I think, was an excellent move, even though very incremental. It's a very similar package to what it was before. Uh, adding higher definition streams and adding Chromecast support made it an unbelievably good product. Used it for a couple of weeks. It's brilliant. Then the other day, they, they had a stream for the Pacquiao horn fight, which hoped hopefully and did help avert some of the piracy that was going on the time before. So they're, they're getting it. They're understanding how the world moves. So hang on, stream on Foxtel? <clears throat> on the website. On just the on, web. They just had it on a website. It wasn't perfect. It was just on a website. And they said it For went... free? No, no, 60 bucks. You can Okay, you're right. Um, they said that it went well. They're going to try and include it in the Foxtel now and, and other apps uh-huh. in the future so that you can subscribe to it there. So they get it a little bit. So, so sixty bucks. That wasn't the same price as exactly the same oh, price same, as really, made it, well, right? You don't think you get a like get a bit of a discount because it's only on the web? No, mate. Okay, just give them a break. Okay. I'm happy to cut them some credit. Okay. That's yeah. that's a, that's a bridge too far for a company okay. that big, right? Fair enough. So, the the idea of Foxtel now, which is I'm becoming a stupider, stupider name every time I talk about it, because Foxtel <laughs> now sounds like I'm saying Foxtel, Foxtel now. now. Yes. Anyway, so Foxtel now, the streaming app was good and it was excellently in- introduced. But the idea was always to replace what is what used to be called Foxtel Go, which was the way that you and I, who are Foxtel customers, I've got a box over there, I've got cable connection. It's the way we access our Foxtel channels when we're out and about on our mobile phone. Mm-hmm. So I or, or in another room of the house. Correct. When our wives are watching other programs. Correct. So then I assumed that, and I knew they were going to update that app. It was going to be just called Foxtel because they want to yeah. just Foxtel. They wanted my yeah. Foxtel, which is how you, how you control it. Oh, massively. Yeah. And then Foxtel now. But the yeah. bottom line is most people would only have one of these apps. Yeah. If you don't have a box at home and you subscribe to Foxtel via their internet service, you've got Foxtel now on your phone. Done. If you've got Foxtel at home via cable and satellite, you get the Foxtel app yeah. on your phone, which means you can stream pretty much all your channels and watch the catch-up on your phone. So I'm lying in bed the other night. And I go, oh, you know what? And Amanda wasn't coming to bed, so I thought I'll put Chromecast on. I'll just whack it up onto, onto Paul Murray Live or something up on yeah. the TV. Yeah. And I'm going, what's happened here? They've updated the app. And where's the bloody Chromecast button? It's not it's not bloody there. I've, there's something wrong here. I've deleted the app, reinstalled it. No, nothing there. I've, I've looked at the update. There's no update for the app. Weird. So this is the companion app to your Foxtel box. Correct. So I've emailed Foxtel. Which was the said, old Foxtel Go. Yes. Yep. I, I've emailed Foxtel and said, 
little technical problem here. It's not working. <laughs> and they've gone, no, no, there's no Chromecast support in the Foxtel app. Um, uh, our cable and satellite customers have the option of uh, an unbelievable box that, you know, IQ2 or 3 that records television, has blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, of course, they have a multi-room option, which costs you 15 bucks a room. Yeah. So the big screen experience, as they describe it, is available to their Foxtel customers already via their existing cable or satellite box. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. That's stupid. I yeah. want to watch. I've got, I'm lucky. I'm, I'm a lucky person. I've got four TVs in this house, one here in the man cave, one in the lounge room, one in the bedroom, and one in the kitchen. Yep. We used to have two Foxtel boxes. We paid an extra bit of money, and we had one in the man cave, one in the lounge room. Yep. We got rid of the one of them, the lounge room one. Um, <laughs> the man cave one's still here. <laughs> still here right? um, for a couple more days because I'm cancelling. Um, Ooh, because okay. because it was an extra cost, right? Okay. And now with Chromecast, I should be able to watch it on every TV because I'm most Foxtel customers are paying ninety dollars a month. Yeah. The maximum you can pay is one hundred and thirty plus the multi rooms. Okay. The minimum you can pay is more than Foxtel now. The average revenue per user is ninety bucks. So you're telling me Foxtel that the the highest paying customers you have are not allowed to use the best feature that you've introduced to watch Foxtel in any room in the house. Okay. Take, Stupid! Take a breath and have a Stupid. drink. Stupid! <laughs> Just take a breath for a moment. So, you're if you don't have a box in your home, okay, you're late to the party, you're paying, say you're paying 10 f- bucks a 15 month. bucks, you could Chromecast... How does it work? How many accounts can you have on on one Foxtel? You can have multiple streaming? devices. So call but, it five. I don't but know you can exactly. Chromecast. So, so the only way you can watch on Foxtel now is Chromecast to a big screen is through Chromecast. Correct. Foxtel, or if you happen to have one of the Xbox apps or something that'll be yeah, updated. Right. Yeah. Okay, but the 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 Foxtel customers like you and I with an IQ three, for example, or mm-hmm. IQ two, we can already watch on the big screen through yep. the box. Yep. So your gripe is that. You you got a box and you can watch big screen on a, on one TV or two if you've got two boxes mm. or but three you, if you've got three but boxes. You're saying that oh, you should have a the ability to because you're already paying the money. You, you should be able to Chromecast another TV to another TV from the app Correct. in the house. Correct. Now before that, Foxtel Go did not allow you to do that. Correct. You tried as hard as you could. Couldn't do it. People were saying, but you'd get emails. I'd get emails. People were saying, how do I get Foxtel Go on a big screen? Correct. Can't do it, mate. And the same with the people who had their internet service, Foxtel Play. Yes. They also couldn't do it. Couldn't do it either. Which it, they now can. Just like the Telstra app when you're watching the NRL on your phone, you Correct. can't put it on your TV because of the rights Correct. issues and all that, right? So, if you if you if I could technically be paying fifteen dollars a month and and Chromecast to a big screen, mm-hmm. but a customer like you and I, we pay however much we pay a month. I'm paying like a hundred bucks a month. I can't Chromecast from the app that's always been a companion to correct the other one. Let me put it to you. So, even, so, even, so, but you're saying that they that should change because now that well, why should, if they, they know can, how if the feature works, if they can do it for fifteen bucks a yes. month. Why can't a customer paying ninety nine dollars a month have the same right? Real talk. Um, I'm paying six. Uh, this is, I'm paying sixty five dollars for that box over there, yep. which gives me access to a couple of basic channels and the sport pack. Yep. Okay, in beautiful high definition in this room. Yeah. So I watch the Formula One in this room. I can cancel that, which I'm going to, right? <laughs> but I know it's going to take me four hours on the phone, so I just haven't had time to do it. I'm yep. cancelling that, and then I can pay thirty five dollars a month for Foxtel now with Sport, and I can watch the Formula One in this room. In that room, in that room, or that room. How so, ridiculous is that? So there's there's no rest- is there a restriction on the number? So say you say you yeah, Amanda can be in the other room watching it as well. So she can Chromecast yep. off that off the stream, yep. and so can you. Yeah, is that the limit? 
No, I think it's five devices. So but five. You know, what, you know what? Let's call it two. I don't care. Yeah. Let's call it two. Yeah. It's still stupid. Yeah. It's, th- well, mate, we're paying the money. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I'm agreeing with you here. I, I'm just saying that you, you, Foxtel, because they've introduced Chromecast only five minutes ago, with with Fox with Foxtel now, which was why I gave them time. I didn't yeah. go, oh, Foxtel play, Foxtel Go's not been updated. Yeah. I waited for them to update yeah. that app, okay, yeah. to what it's to be called. It's called the Foxtel app, and yeah. I waited. So just Foxtel. Just it's just called Foxtel. Foxtel, and and it's not there. Yeah. So we know they technically know how to do it, mm-hmm. but they're not doing it. If they said to me it was something to do with rights, mm, I'd question how that. But how that? could it be? Because yeah. I've got Foxtel and they've they've got they've got streaming yeah. rights. So that's so that's bull. Just to be clear, there's no airplay. You can't airplay, it's only no, Chromecast. It's only Chromecast. Right. Is that gonna change in the future? Mm, think, I have a airplay? feeling they might do um Apple TV app. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know, because they're gonna introduce their own little box. Can you get a, is the Foxtel app on Telstra TV? Yes. Yeah. So if you're So a, when I get but my Foxtel, only Foxtel now. Yeah. So when I when I cancel this box and pay thirty five bucks a month, I can put Foxtel now on my on my Telstra, Telstra TV. TV. Do you see what I mean? Like, there's more options for the people who are paying the least that are, amount. That are late to the party. Now, to be clear, yeah. the quality's not as good, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Chromecast stream is in is in 720 HD. Yeah. So it's so not like it's not like watching off the IQ, it's, which it's is nowhere near HD. as good as an IQ. Yeah, yeah. But telling me that oh, IQ customers can record and rewind, <laughs> who gives a rat's? It ain't that big a deal in the catch up world, folks. Yeah. Plus, we're paying the big bucks. We should be getting everything. Do you see you with me now? I'm with you. That's a legitimate gripe, Trevor. It's got my legitimate gripe stamp. <laughs> legitimate gripe from Trevor Long. I agree with you 100%. And I'm, I being a similar customer to yourself, and, and I've got to say, I have myself thought about trying to do the math and thinking, right, if I keep sport, if I keep movies, if I keep Game of Thrones... How's it going to work out? It's still going to work out at like eighty bucks a month. <laughs> like I'm only paying another twenty dollars extra than that with a box that's in and high got, definition. But you've see, and we get. But I've, I've got here. multi-room set up at my place. But I, 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 I it's cheekily, a complicated multi. I have one box. Oh, that, 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 <laughs> I'm not doing anything illegal. You reckon? I'm, I'm one box that I'm that I'm streaming through the house. Throughout the house. Just, what's wrong with that? It's my house. I think if you read the terms and conditions. Well, yeah, they know where I live. <laughs> I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll go to Foxtel now and yeah. just get stream everything. Put a Chromecast on everybody's TV. That's the thing. Too easy. Two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right. Once we once Trevor calms down a little bit, we'll continue the show. You're right, Trev. I'm good. Deep breaths, mate. Yeah, mate. We're going to talk about 4K TVs and yeah. how this week is actually, uh, it's a, if you're in the market for a good uh, good 4K TV, I'll, I'll quote a line from Current Affair. There's never been a better time to buy a 4K TV. <laughs> okay. So if you're in the market for a 4K television, let, let's start at the top. Samsung, market leader. This week, they just happened to slice the prices of all their 2017 QLED TVs. Did you notice this, Trevor, earlier I in the did. week? Well, I don't know how they told you, but they told me in a very cunning way. Well, they said, do you reckon you, you can, can update, update the prices? prices? And I looked article? at the prices and went, hello, yeah, I, they're I way did, lower. I went, they're awesome. But, yeah. Like the know. top of the line, if you want to buy went an 88 Went from 39000 yeah. to 29000 Lazy 10000 Woohoo. Feel sorry so, for the bastard that paid thirty nine grand. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, no, I'm hoping to get my money back, actually, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't me, no, <laughs> just joking. But no, there, there are savings like a thousand, twelve hundred. Uh, you know, so if you are in the market for a Samsung, you want to pay for a Samsung. Good news is they're a little bit cheaper nowadays. But 
our good friends at Kogan have also uh, they've rattled uh, they've they've thrown a bit of a the cat amongst the pigeons. Massive just say. cat, like and a big fat yeah, cat. It's, it's that's a tiger. Just scared it's the crap t- out of those pigeons. <laughs> it's a tiger. This cat uh, among the cats there. And they've they've announced a new smart TV range, 4K TV range. Mm. Which and you know what I really like about this? How they've just just casually mentioned that the panels on board, the four, I think there's a 49 and the 65 inch are Samsung panels. Yep. And this 55 inch is an LG panel. So just throw that in, throw that in. I just want to clarify for people here, and I'm a big fan of Kogan. I think what they do generally and what Ruslan does is great. But let's be clear, a panel. It's that's yeah. like saying, oh, we're out, the body of this car was made by BMW, but the the, <laughs> the suspension <engine>. <laughs> and the engine is still uh, exactly Daihatsu, right. right? So the color processing, so the technology color, yeah, image is, upscaling, all that kind of stuff is not, where a four that's a, different. a cheaper four yeah. K TV falls down. Yeah. But so they're still great, and I've said all, all week talking about this. Do you know what? Absolutely encourage people to buy them because they're bloody totally. great. Yeah. And you know when they're at their best. When you're watching 4K content, yeah, because there is no upscaling required. No, no, because if you watch 1080 content on a 4K TV with a bad image scaler, you get it. You don't get a good picture. Yeah, you're right. But you watch 4K Blu-ray content on a cheap 4K TV, you go, oh my god, that's amazing. So it's actually really good. But do you want to do you want to know something very interesting about a Kogan 65 inch TV? Yeah, it's 63 inch. No, (laughs) (laughs) you can't buy them outside of Sydney and Melbourne. Really? Well, they, they won't deliver. They, they won't do deliver. not ship 65-inch really? TVs anywhere but So you're gone, then. You're gone. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, if you like, I'll get it. If you want to use my address, <laughs> I'll, shoot, I'll drive it over to you, mate. So, yeah, all because right? they have to have a, uh, a two-man delivery lift really? and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's in the fine print. Trevor's, so, a, fine, Trevor's a fine print It's man. not in the fine print. It's a listener tip. Okay, right. And I checked it, and I went, that's a bit weird. And I said, it was, what the hell's going on here? What's wrong with Adelaide? And he goes, yeah. not just Adelaide. Oh. I said, oh, really? That's Who right. Tell? So they got a they got a size so, size problem. S- apologies to anyone <laughs> listening outside of Sydney, and Melbourne. The sixty five incher, not for you. But you know what I really like. Go to Aldi. You know, apart, the prices are great. Yeah. But I think the reason, one of the reasons he can offer these prices, you got to remember these are these because the he's crazy. Well, four twenty nine, <laughs> four nine nine, eight nine nine. Okay, that's that's in that's forty nine, fifty five, sixty five inch respectively. Okay. Yep. Now, those prices are pre-sale prices. Oh, of course, yeah. So yeah. what he's done, he said, right, this is what we can do for you. And he's done this so before, he's, yeah. So he'll pre-book a, a, a whole a whole production worth of them, right? So a whole run of them. And so once that's once all that whole run's allocated, then he'll stop the sale and then get them off to the customers and then do another one. So he's, he's making sure there are no TVs left in his warehouse. Oh, yeah. So... If he's thinking, okay, well, I've got nine thousand. They, they, they arrive in the country and don't get put on shelves. They get put oh, in a truck straight to the house. That's right. Correct. So he'll think, okay, I've got, got four hundred twenty forty nine inches. I've got seven thousand fifty five inches, and I've got four thousand sixty five inches. So boom, that's the production run. So yep. it's really smart how they, how they do that because. You got to look. All the other big brands obviously have a different model to that, oh, where yeah. they ship them in and they sell them to the stores, and they've got all these these, these stuff in the and warehouse we're talking and stock the and all scale. That. And I don't have the numbers anymore, but but we were told once at lunch actually, the scale of the big operations, right. someone like LG, for example, the number of containers yeah. that hit Australian stores carrying their gear is phenomenal. It's stupid. Like it's, it's and, tens and it's per am- day, yeah, isn't it's it? It's incredible, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Just to meet demand. But yeah. So you can imagine the logistics of that and Kogan sort of cut a lot of layers out of it. That's why people say, how come they're so cheap? Well, that, that's one of the reasons why they're so cheap is yep. because they go factory to your house, not into a store, not into an, a, a wholesaler and then go to the retailer from factory to you. But also because 
all of these deals that come out are pre-sale deals so that you probably won't get this TV till probably, what, August? Mm. For another month, you won't get this TV yeah. or longer. So yeah. smart move on their part. So there's going to be nothing laying around unsold. He's going to Everything will be sold before they make it. Smart move. It's the way it Kogan is. operates. That's why he's doing so well on the stock markets and in business generally. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, we've seen details before about the the scale of the app economy, which is the way we describe the any part of the economy that is impacted by app stores and developers and things like that. And you got to remember, this didn't exist. Uh, 10 years ago. I mean, it's probably true to say it existed, but, you know, for gaming developers and stuff like that. Now we've got people in backyards, people in garages, and people in big businesses simply making apps or making money off apps and coming up with apps that make the money and those kind of things. Um, There was a a report out of Washington at the Public Policy Institute that um, suggests by their research there's 113,000 jobs in the Australian app economy. So just in Australia just alone. alone yeah. And it that's an increase too. That's, that's up 11%. And doesn't this from put, 2014. put some real credit to the amount of work that governments need to do? State governments are lobbying so hard to get startups and things happening because yeah. that's who this is. Anyone with a startup that's going to build yeah. an app, they, they get classed in this app economy. So mm. it's such a big number. I mean, 113,000 people up 11% in, in three years. It's a big deal. State, and, state by state, though, interesting breakdown. New yep. South Wales had the most, 56,000. Have a guess who was second. Queensland. Victoria. Okay. Victoria. You, I was, and, your, I was you ass- and your Queensland. Mate, I was assuming that it wasn't Queensland obvious. Queensland was last for a change, mate. 14,500. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what I found interesting was was another stat called the app intensity. Yes, this was really good because Very it measures smart. country versus country. And we might be behind uh, America, but we are in front of Europe. So that measurement is actually is a the number of economy app economy jobs in the country as a percentage of total jobs in the country, I think we, we had 0.9, which is actually ahead of Europe, yes. higher than Europe, but slightly behind US, which was yeah. 1.1. And remember, this is all because primarily Apple. Like, Don't, don't beat around the bush. Yeah. Google didn't create the app economy, right? They're a big part of it, yeah. massive part of it. But the, the, fun, the fun stats from Apple were like 180 billion apps have been downloaded since 2008. Yeah. The, the one that they released recently, 70 billion dollars paid, paid to, to developers. developers and remember yeah. that's it was it was 60 billion up to the end of last year which was t- uh, 10 billion in that year so we're already halfway through this mm-hmm. year it got the same amount of money as was paid out of the all of last year i mean it's big dollars but what about the number of apps like there there, there are now 2.2 million apps in the in the store that's a 20% increase in one year which makes in it one year which makes it interesting because which goes to you know the redesign in iOS 11 and things which we we'll yeah. talk about in the months ahead because about app discovery and all that app discovery it? is yeah. critical now which is why they're selling ads now for apps you know you can yeah. you can be listed at the top of a search and stuff like yeah, that which I've is a new revenue source um you know, I was talking to a lady the other day who created an app um, called The Baby Diaries. It's in my podcast, Your Tech Life. And she created this app and it was it went well. We featured it on, on the Today Show, a bunch of places. And she had like 100,000 downloads. It went really well. But it's still not enough. What was it called, the app? The Baby Diaries. Okay. Um, you know, way to kind of diarize the, you know, feeding nappies and stuff for yeah, your babies. Really yeah. good information. And she's done really well, but it's it's still not enough to really make it. Yeah. And she says now there's a lot of ripoff apps. You know, you search the app store and how you get found. So she's you know, long story short, she's she's done a partnership with a chemist so that she can huh. be seen and be found Smart. because it's all well and good to make an app, but you've got to be found. You've got to exactly be searched. Right. Well, you've got to be well, searchable. There's two point two million of them in there, good so luck. it's hard to stand out from the crowd. But yeah. uh I, I just want to point out too, there's just just how how popular or how good Australia is at, at developing apps. We've got some world-class app developers, and 
One of them in particular, and I interviewed uh, the boss of Half Brick on uh, my Tech Guide podcast a few weeks back. Their game, Fruit Ninja. Are you a Fruit Ninja player? Oh, back in the when it first Love launched, Fruit big Ninja. time. Second most downloaded game in the history of the App Store. Amazing. We're talking a, more than a billion downloads. Amazing. Crazy. And that's an Aussie, Brisbane-based company. Others are Procreate. Have you have you seen that? The Hello? the painting as a what? painting app. Painting. I talked about the baby dolls. What the hell is Procreate? Procreate is a procreation tool. <laughs> as is Canva. You know, Canva is a big Aussie. The, uh, graphic design made simple, and uh, so many more. It's just it, and and one thing that um, in my interview with with the the guy from Fruit Ninja, whose name escapes me now, Daniel. Uh, oh, God, I can't remember his oh, name. Dowdy. No, it's not him. <laughs> Literally guessing. Uh, anyway, he was Johns. saying that he, they were developing games before the App Store, yeah. but they'd have to come up with a way to produce the packaging mm. and make get a factory to print the discs. So the App Store comes out, and all you got to do is come up with a game. It's all digital, no yeah. packaging. It's yeah. just 155 countries. No wonder the economy's booming as a result. Yeah. And uh, let, long let it continue. And shout out to 10-year-old Yumi who updated Let's Stack, the app um, oh. I, I talked about at WWDC. He updated it with a mute button, which was a feature I requested. Oh, that's you. oh right. So he does listen to his his, his users, eh? Yeah. Well, I, I had to travel with him in a car to San Francisco for <laughs> like two hours. <laughs> it was a so long conversation. A, long, a lot of chatting. And I said, mate, listen, any chance of putting a mute button on? And he goes, I didn't think of that. I'm like, well, hello. It's very okay. hard to play the game when mate, it's they, loud. They say that your, your users are your best engineers so you prove that point you prove that point to him live yeah. and i just want to find the name of uh, the half brick ceo it's so shaniel dio who shaniel dio geez you were close the fijian guy yeah no i i, I knew it had an annual in it like <laughs> but i was close it's just uh, Shout out, apologies Shaniel. to shaniel shaniel dio a uh, ceo of half brick top bloke too who gave me a scoop too. fruit ninja 2 out in early 2018 two blokes talking to You can see the incredible with the latest ULED TVs from Hisense. The all-new Hisense Series 7 is back with features consumers have embraced, including depth of rich colours and detailed picture quality. With Hisense ULED, Australian consumers will always have access to the very best in content and picture quality. ULED is the result of internationally patented technology to bring the best out of its remarkable LCD LED TVs. Key features include 4K UHD resolution, HDR plus Y, wide colour gamut and local dimming for a viewing experience that will blow your mind. The stylish ULED Series 7 opens Netflix up to 4K HDR. You also get Stan, Freeview Plus, along with YouTube, all built in. And using the Hisense interface, customising your TV to your viewing habits has never been easier thanks to the ribbon menu. The Hisense 4K ULED Series 7 TVs come in 50, 55, 65 and a massive 75 inch. See one for yourself today at your local electronics retailer. Hisense. See the incredible. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, a couple of quick things before we get to your minute reviews. Um, I think we mentioned last week about Netflix putting their prices up. Yes, we did. Um, well, Stan did the same thing. Oh. But not really the same because obviously Stan was already charging a GST. They didn't need to charge a GST. Um, and you got to remember Stan's been around now for, what is it, three years? feels like it's been a long time. I think it's two, two and a bit. Anyway, yeah. long time. Yeah. Uh, competing before Netflix officially arrived here. So and then, Netflix and then, is it two years, two years now? It would be Netflix, close. Two and a half. Close. Then. Yeah. So, you know, Stan's had that ten dollar thing. That's their that's their best selling feature is, you know, yeah. get it for ten bucks. Yeah. 
10 bucks used to get you HD and multiple devices. Let's just sum it up that way. Yeah. Well, subtly over the weekend, it changed. 10 bucks now gets you SD and one device. Oh. And 12 bucks gets you what used to be 10. So the okay. price has gone up two, two bucks. bucks. The 4K um, stream at 15 hasn't changed. Okay. No, I'm not having to go at them. I think they had to increase prices yeah. at some point. So, you know, prices go up. And I think, think the problem with, we're used to tolls going up, but we don't know they go up because they just go through on an e-tag, right? Yeah. Like we would, mate, the I public. Spent, I spent 800 coming to your place the tonight, public, The public <laughs> would be up in arms if they actually saw the tolls being charged every five minutes. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. it would be a very different thing. So you hear that little bit, you think, geez, there's yeah. another $7 just jumped out. Well, for you, 100 but whatever. Yeah. The So <laughs> I don't begrudge them the cost, but I, I just think that, it's just so subtle. Like they yeah. just did it. Now, good news for existing customers: um, it, the, the price rise doesn't apply to you. So it appears at this stage that your ten dollars is still getting you HD and multiple streams, which is a very smart way to approach this from Stan. So mm -hmm. that's the biggest credit I can give to them is looking after existing customers and just you know basically re-educating new customers. So not a bad thing. It's only two bucks, not the end of the world. Absolutely, two bucks talking tech. Now, how many times have you been in a, in a doctor's surgery in a waiting room yeah. and seen the, the magazines on offer on the on the desk? Wow, where, where is this going? National Geographic. Oh, I thought yeah, Reader's Digest. <laughs> or read the jokes. No, they're yeah, very funny. I always used to see that you know the, you can't mistake the bright yellow covers. Do you know what? My mother, uh, growing up as a kid, we had a bookshelf. Yep. With all my mum loves reading books. Yep. You and her would get on very well yep. with the whole book thing you do. But we had <laughs> it's like, called reading, Trevor. <laughs> every Nat Geo. Is that right? Like for serious for a long time. Wow. Like I'm I'm talking going back into the seventies, right? Wow. So it turns out my sister stole them. She's got. Oh. I wonder where they were. Mm, okay. My sister. Souvenir. So we'd get them every month. We'd open okay. them up, and I, you know, it'd be amazing to look through as a kid. Oh, just the fascinating photography. I'd never read them, but the yeah. photography was amazing. <laughs> it looked just like the. Good it pictures. is an iconic brand, and that yellow box it's is unmistakable. A that's brilliant bit of logo work. They so you, everyone can see for that very distinctive brand, the yellow cover. You see and. Trademark high quality photos, and now of course in with they've got their own TV channels. They produce a lot of content, videos, a lot of TV channels. articles, all that kind of gear. Anyway, where this is going is that they've actually partnered with Optus. Optus is actually the world's first telco to partner with National Geographic as they launch their new app. And I've seen, I, I had a look at the app. I actually went to the launch, unlike some other people. I went to the uh, the launch and was very impressed how how the amount of content you'll get in it. And of course, you can only get it if you're an Optus customer. If you're on like a forty dollar mobile plan and up, mm. and I asked the bloke, the boss of Optus, said, "I said, mate, I pay a hundred bucks a month for broadband." Oh, what about I you say, turning up to an Optus event? Yeah. I would have hated to be the boss of Optus. You've had some drama. Well, lately I have on the internet. But anyway, I said, "Look, I'm paying a hundred a month for my broadband. You reckon I could can't get hold of a Optus, the, the National Geographic app?" He goes, "No." Got to be a mobile customer. I said, okay, thanks for that. Oh, really? Thanks, mate. I said, I'm paying this money to just to get the internet that works sometimes, and uh, I can't get the app. But anyway, you get to be a mobile customer, forty dollar plan and above. Now the app, if if you if you watch, I'm sure you've watched the National Geographic channel on Fox totally. or whoever you like. Absolutely, it. it's, it's it's fantastic. And it's very educational too. So if you've got kids, great way to sort of look at wildlife and see great photography and look at different cultures and all this kind of content. That what I like about the app, it's 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 really it looks. It's got this AI that sort of looks at if you like a lot of, um, you know, animal documentaries. It'll, yep. it'll suggest them to you. If you're more into your photography, it'll, it'll steer you towards those as well. But it also gives you the opportunity to say, okay, well here's the content. 
This will take two minutes to watch. This article will take five minutes to read. So yeah. there's all this bite-sized content. So if you're saying you're in a line at a coffee shop and you've got a minute to kill, you can watch a, a picture gallery or mm. watch a short video or read an article. If you're in bed, you might have a 15-minute article you can read. But it's all... all so there's photography, there's the, the articles, um, the short-form, long-form video... And it's it's beautifully designed. I'm sure you've run pictures of on tech on EFTM. I've got them on, on Tech Guide as well. Yep. Really interesting how and Australia being one of the first places where you can actually view the app through your through the Telco partner through Optus. Yep. But brilliant app. If it you're just into goes, that, it's fantastic. You know what? It just goes to show how big this battle of the telcos is right now. They're, they're just trying to get content, right? They've, well, got, they've got EPL as well. They've got EPL and yeah. Nat Geo, among other things. Yeah. Telstra's doing the Apple Music stuff. They've got yeah. uh, Telstra Thanks. Vodafone's doing Spotify, Qantas Points. They're just all trying so hard to get your business. Absolutely. And get you using their yeah. services. I'll and be honest, is, though. This is data-free, by the way, too. I'll be so honest, though. No data. I don't see this as being a, a crowd... I just yeah. see it as being an extra service for the customers. Yeah. I don't see anyone switching to Optus for Natural. Just for that. But it, will, it but it's a good way to consolidate with your customers. Fair enough. Keep your customer base strong, offer this sort of content. And I've got to say, I, I would love to have seen this. Unfortunately, I'm not an Optus mobile customer, but you know, don't worry about being an Optus broadband customer. Hello. Hello. I don't get anything. But uh, yeah. you said some <laughs> naughty words on the internet again, people. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, there was. No, a, I didn't even rhyme about South. There was an Imagine if South lost and your internet was down. Oh my God! What word look would out, you say? Look out! But um, <laughs> details anyway. of Optus's deal with uh, <laughs> Nat Geo at TechGuide.com.au and EFTM.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Real quick one, because um, people are just desperate for minute reviews. Um, <laughs> he this, said cheekily. Most. Oh no, mate. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Let me know when they finish. Um, just wave. Um, <laughs> just go and make a cup of tea or something. Most, most games on your PlayStation cost you 80, 90 bucks. Yeah. So when a game launched this week that was twenty four ninety five or free if you're a uh, PlayStation Plus member, I went, well, hang on a minute, what's this? It's called That's You. And I love it. Do you remember Buzz? Yes. The, the game? quiz game. Quiz, quiz game. game. I've yep. still got it on my PS2. I've got the paddles, controls, yep. the game. Anyway, I think this is as fun as that, right? So the idea is you have... Two to six people in the lounge room mm-hmm. with the PlayStation 4 up on the screen. You install That's You. Then you install That's You on your mobile Mobiles, phone. Yeah. And any mobile phone, doesn't need to be Sony, any mobile phone. They link up to the PlayStation through a new bit of technology they've, they've created called, I think, PlayStation Link or something. Anyway, it's a quiz game, essentially. And it's like, um, okay, the quiz master comes on and says, you know, who's the ugliest person? And it puts up, <laughs> you've got the choices on your screen and you flick the photo of the person. It's not really that question, but it might say... Yeah. Um, Take a selfie and draw yourself as a robot. And so you hold your phone out, take a selfie, and you draw on the screen with the yeah. little tools they've got, like on a Snapchat or something. And then what you do is you save the photo and you kind of flick it, and it appears when in time. They all appear on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. then everyone gets to vote. So it's basically a really fun, engaging, mm. family and friends game app tool for the PlayStation. Like, mate, you think, of what, what situation would you bring the PlayStation out when people are around? Well, back back in the day, it was remember Sing Star. Remember, you get the oh, Sing Star. That's, see, that's true. People just have a few, dance. People have a few now. drinks, and they want to have a sing, and uh, the 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 dancing one as well. So this the is one. Now, mate, well, buzz it, was that for? But I thought I thought that was more for a younger crowd. The buzz. Oh, for sure. It's more for kids. But you you know this is dinner. Ta- this is dinner party yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can have Absolutely. people around yeah, and just yeah, play this. It would and, be and all they need fun. is their phone. That's it. Yeah. As long as you've got a and PS4 have a PlayStation, and you've got the game PlayStation. All they need is a phone. Yeah, simple, simple stuff. I love really it. Really cool. It's called That's You, and it's available now. Uh, two Bugs Talking Tech, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to the Twitter and uh, hit us up, at Trevor Long and at Stephen Finnick. Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag. 
And Stephen, the first uh, device you want to re- review is the Alcatel. Did you turn the air conditioning on? Did you I turn right? it off, mate? I turned it off. It was on. A, it was on warming because I. Okay. You know, I just worried. Well, I know why I was getting hot in here. Well, I'm, I'm quite comfortable. <laughs> I like yeah, a climate-controlled environment here in the man cave. That's very good, mate. Anyway, You're sitting over there in your short sleeves, your shirt, and yeah. I'm, I've got a hoodie on. No yeah. wonder I was sweating. Anyway, we we digress. To, how much we want to digress right now? No, it's okay. Do you want me to play back all the stuff we had before the show? No, which no was thanks. a show of its own. It was. Like, imagine I, what you'd I, pay I for encouraged that you to hit record at the time, and no. I always said that. that Neither of us have the legal cover <laughs> that would get us through the multiple defamation suits that would have occurred yeah. from broadcasting slash publishing that. We, content. It'll be called in future. It'll be called two blokes fly on the wall edition. Oh, I think what we should do is we should record it all, and then we should publish like a password <laughs> to all of our friends. And then if the two blokes are killed in a plane crash, it's just like oh, unleash the tapes. Don't go there, mate. Don't go there. Unleash the tapes. So in ca- in the case of our death, uh, play, yeah. play. If you're watching this, oh, please explain. If you, remember she did the video. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this, I've been I've killed. been killed. Yeah. Right. So if you're watching this, hey, name X B Y Z. I'm not going to name it there now. Yeah. You're, stand by. You're about to cop a hammering because there we've been recording well, our thoughts on you for decades. Well, fingers crossed, mate. The planes are, are okay in the future. <laughs> Anyway, what were, what were we doing? What were we saying? Oh, minute, Alcatel A3XL available, 179 bucks at Vodafone. Cracking deal. Great phone. It is. It's a it's a, a big screen as well, six inches. So six-inch screen, fingerprint Size reader. Size matters to Stephen. That's right. Six-inch screen, fingerprint reader, and a decent camera as well. Camera is impressive. The front-facing camera has a flash, people. It's got a flash. Wow. And have a look at the selfie. See my selfie that I put on my no, review? No, I haven't read it. Why my selfie is? Uh, have a look at what's you behind me. me. You just want me to go. There have now. a look. <laughs> you just want me to go there now. So have a look. Have a look at what's behind. He me. had a rough month last last yeah, month, so now he wants the clicks. Yeah, of course that's Come it. on, mate. But look, I think for 179 bucks, uh, it's it's punches way above its weight. It's got a really nice design too. I I, I like the the back. It's got a textured uh, well, fingerprint back panel. scanner for Christ's sake. Fingerprint 179 dollar phone with a fingerprint scanner. That that's that's pretty quick. Not as quick as some of the higher end phones, but still good enough for you to unlock your phone without having to type in a password. That's the main. Thing. Also running Android 7, so the latest Android as yeah. well. Uh, and as I said, the cameras are fantastic. The the back 8 megapixel camera captures pretty decent pictures. I've put some up on my story. The front-facing camera, though, with a flash, does a great job. So whether you're in middle of middle of in sunny weather, in sunny out in the sun, or in in a dark nightclub, your selfie is going to look fantastic. It's got 16 gig internal memory. How often memory. Do you go to dark nightclubs? Not often. Okay. Not as often as I used to. Back in the okay. day. <laughs> Back in the that's footy right. days. Well, that's right. Yeah, dude, you, I don't know whether you ever went, and we're going to digress slightly <laughs> here. Okay. You reckon? Did you ever go to, there's a, there was a place in the cross called the, the Tunnel. Did you ever go to Tunnel? No, mate. I've been to two nightclubs <laughs> in my life. Club Troppo on the on in Gosford, <laughs> and that was to find my friends to pick them up and take them home because really? I would be the designated driver, okay. even though I didn't have a license. And yeah. secondly, Damien Kelly um, had his Bucks weekend in Newcastle, and for some ungodly reason, we we're all dressed the same because they had like Hawaiian shorts, shirts oh on. Oh my god! We went to a nightclub and pretended we were Amer- an America's Cup cl- crew. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I don't well, know why we did that. I look but forward to reading that in the anyway. memoirs, mate. Mate, what but about? But anyway, tunnel. Hang very on, dark. Very dark nightclub. Breaking news: the Alcatel A3XL clearly has beauty mode. You, mate, that was there's just no taken way. straight off the phone. I swear to God, I never touched the settings. Well, there's Vaso on the I lens or something. <laughs> Is that? I swear Look, to I'm you. looking at you in the flesh, and that is not you. <laughs> that has done Mate, wonders for you. You look very I'll handsome. I'll say it again. I swear to God, I did not touch Imagine any Imagine if those settings. teeth were real. Yeah, they are real, mate. I never had them knocked out when I was playing footy, thank God. I wore a mouth guard all the time. 
Anyway, the Alcatel A3XL, 179 bucks, And check out the selfie that, that Trevor's bagging on my mm. side if you want to. And, He's got and a bunch honestly, of losers behind no, him. No beauty mode and the, the premiership winning Rabbitohs jersey behind me. <laughs> oh, we're done. Two bikes yeah. talking tech. Uh, read the full review at uh, techguide.com.au. I know the world has been asking this question for many, many years, and finally it's been answered. How would I possibly wash all of my clothes and then separately at the same time wash my delicates? <laughs> I, I love that line in that story. Well, you can do it with the LG Twin Wash. So as its name suggests, you can do two washes at the same time. Which is, I know I'm a mad joke. Seriously, what a cool idea, right? Especially you, if you've got a family. You've you got got just lot, lined up kids. all the washing, yeah. and you're like us, you've got basket after basket, and you're about to throw a big load in, right, because it's a massive... <laughs> Okay, what are you laughing at? It's a massive, you you (laughs) are awful. It's a massive washing machine, right? So you put the large amount of clothes in the top, in the front loader, and then you've got, you know, let's say it's just socks and jocks, or it's just a couple of school uniforms or something. You open the drawer at the bottom, you throw them in, that's a two kilo washer on its own, and they can both run at the same time. This is a great idea because LG did their homework. That's what I like about this. They, They did a study. So a recent survey showed that nearly half of us in Australia, we do laundry two to four times a week. So imagine being able to reduce that because of the twin wash to once a week or twice a week. But if you've come home from the gym and you want to wash your gear or you want to wash your delicates, there is a little mini washer as well. Can you never and do that again? Which <laughs> The delicates, yeah, the, the finger movements. Finger movements. This, is, this is radio, not TV, mate. The twin washer, the combo, uses the, podcast. The, com- the combo is uh, 16 kilo capacity, so plenty of room there. But you can also opt for the washer-dryer combo. Mm. So imagine the space you're going to save as well here. So this is obviously suitable to if you've got a large house, but also if you're sort of apartment living without much room, you can have a washer-dryer in the one unit rather yep. than having to sit them <clears> side <throat> by side, which you yep. know floor space counts if you're living in an apartment. Anyway, the LG Twin Wash uh, has got all these really cool features too where you've got the turbo clean, so the, the short bursts of water uh, so that it, it, from the front of the drum so that during the cycle you get a quicker wash time because it's bursting this yep. water through. True steam, that, that's another really cool feature too where it uses steam particles. Instead of hitting it with a lot of water, it uses the steam to loosen the stain. So rather than using more water, it, it goes the steam route. And also, of course, it's smart. So it's got the the smart think feature, which is uh, allows you to start or monitor the wash, uh, receive notifications when the washing's done as well. So pretty cool all around. 10-year warranty, uh, and that's on the inverted direct drive motor. So peace of mind, 10 years, she's going to run like a dream. It's priced, though, 3999 bucks. Oh, but you think, think? No, no. Of, honestly, I thought it no, was a lot more than that. No, no. Well, I, th- I thought too, and people think, "Wow, that's a lot of money." But do you remember, this could be a dryer. This is a dryer as well. So you got two washing machines mm. and a dryer. Pretty good deal. Yeah. Oh, that's it, is it? That's it. Mate. So, <laughs> that's it. Full review or a few full details. I was the, tempted uh, to tell a dirty joke there, but I'll tell you when we get off here. We can clean it to with do, a twin wash. To do we with... can wash it twice. That's right. <laughs> two blokes talking tech details. Uh, Techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Cheese event you coined tonight. Travel, tolls, passport, yep. long podcast. Yep. Big, big feedback from the fans last week. Was it? Did you get any? Uh, no, a couple, couple of comments. I didn't, didn't get any. Didn't, didn't you see that? No. Couple. Are they bagging me? No. I don't ones, think so. ones I got Somebody running check, bagging mate. you, so I deleted them. <laughs> Is that right? I won't stand for it. Is that right? Especially if they're I'll, not. Like, I'll defend you too. If they're mate, fully mate. harsh. I'll take them and laugh. But yeah, like just the, <laughs> just the ones talking about you. Just generally, no. 
Um, I know what I'm saying. Wouldn't have I been mentioned in that too? And I would have seen that if I, I was mentioned. I'm just genuinely saying I didn't get any feedback last week. Okay. It's disappointing. I thought there was a couple of comments that highly about the show. I think last week's show was one of our best. I don't remember hearing such feedback. Yeah. So I'm disappointed. Okay. okay. So what I'm saying is we like feedback. Yeah. We need to feed Trevor's ego a little bit more. Okay. Massive. So can can we can we give Trevor a bit of a At least rap I'm on honest Twitter, about that. Please. At least I'm honest about that. <laughs> Give Twitter a rap. Give Trevor a rap. On Stephen Twitter. Wayne and to me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, just, just, just you know, while no, you're there, throw me in as just well. Just while you're there, just, just rap yeah, Stephen yeah. as well because you know he's got a massive ego too. He just doesn't believe it, doesn't admit it, do you? No, nah, mate. I'm not an ego man, mate. Really? No. Nah. Okay. I'm pretty easy going, fella, mate. Happy. To, oh, I'm, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm pretty easy going. <laughs> I didn't say you were, mate. It's, they, it it felt like weren't. an allegation. Not at all. Felt like not an allegation. All. Just no. saying. Just checking. Has anyone left a review recently? <laughs> uh, there have been a couple of reviews recently, actually. I will admit, um, get your weekly dose of tech right here. Um, Flynn Mac, getting, uh, love getting my weekly tech update from the two blokes. Yep. Always get a laugh, which is an added bonus. Actually, that's Absolutely. our intention. So I'm disappointed Absolutely. you think that's an added bonus. Yeah. Uh, my friends think I'm a source of all the latest tech news, but little do they know, Stephen and Trevor give me all my fuel. Keep up the good work, good guys. Um, the two blokes from Nuggy, gentlemen, great podcast full of the latest information without taking themselves too seriously. All that's missing is the beer. Cheers. Aha! Hey, Sorry, Nuggy. Does, does you know that we're not, we're not drinkers? Yeah, this one on in March. The two blokes talking tech is awesome. Um, apostrophe, apostrophe, apostrophe. Um, smiley face emoji with sunglasses. Smiley face emoji with sunglasses three times. Yeah. Um, that's a great review. Thanks, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, <laughs> I know his iTunes name. Well, I've got three kids, mate. I'll throw them yeah, in as well. Yeah, what's going? Hello. Where are your kids? Yeah, I should. I don't think they've ever listened to a show, mate. It's a bloody outrage. Yeah, not even by accident. I what's a listen. bloody outrage? Now, I'm yeah. just going to stick with the show for a couple more minutes here because there was another email. Do you remember while we were overseas, yeah. there was a bloke that got in touch with us. And, and, you, and, and this is, Trevor's, yes. by the way, got every email ever sent to him in his life. Since 1995. Okay, so if, if you've ever done wrong by Trevor, he's got oh, evidence. Mate, do not. Okay, can, don't send him a, a narky email. hold a grudge. Can come back to haunt you. To me, a grudge is nothing more than a place to park your car. No, it was um, it was a That's message. Not bad for you. Oh, mate, I've got them all. Not bad for you. Um, massive. Too much time from... on the continuous call team, mate. Yeah, true, that, true. No, but it was it was on the Two Blokes Talking Tech Facebook page, which we don't really use that much, I'll be honest. Yeah. But the message was from Ben Fort. And you remember we were overseas when we yes. got this message. And, and uh, Stephen will confirm, I read this message to him as we we're walking, but we didn't give you the shout out you deserve, Ben. So yes. hi, Trevor and Stephen. Just a quick message to say happy 300 episodes. Yep. I've so been listening for around six weeks four, old. Good on you. I've been listening for around four years and not used, missed one show. I live in the Barossa Valley wine region, hey. uh, just an hour outside of Adelaide. And work Trevor as a, drinks wine, by the way. And work as a wedding DJ. So each weekend I'm driving to different locations around SA. Ah. So the show keeps me very entertained. Uh, so be sure to know that you do have regular listeners outside of Sydney. Sorry, Ben, you can't order a Coke and 65-inch TV. Um, I listen <laughs> yeah. to each of your separate podcasts from time to time. Trevor or drive one to your house if you I want. But much prefer, mate, if there's some Riesling or um, I don't know what I drink. Trevor people, is a wine I just drinker. ask people to order it for me. I yep. say not too sweet. I'm happy if it's pretty flat yep, feeling. Yep. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I listen to each of your separate podcasts from time to time, but much prefer hearing you guys bounce off each other with your banter, even if it's Trevor's moaning and groaning about Stephen's Star Wars addiction. <laughs> Keep up the good work, and I'll still be downloading the podcast each week. Would love a shout-out on the show. Ben. Good on you, Mate, Ben. Shout-out. Well done, buddy. shout-out. And you too can get a shout-out like that if you send us, write us something as nice as that. Do you think that's worth anything, though? 
Is, to ben? is a shout out what people want? I mean, Ben it clearly is. does. Absolutely. Other He'll, people? Ben is playing this back right now. Ben, you're hearing this for the second time and the third time, the fourth and time. And to Ben's mum, there you go. Hi. Yeah, and to hi, your wife. And to and your family. Everyone Good else. luck to you and your family. Yeah, he's played it. This is the fifth time he's played Fantastic. it back. And now he's, you know, he's mate John. And drive gonna, safely though, Ben. He's mate John. Safely. He's going to play that to him now. John. So John's listening. Mate, What's Ben's second name? Ford. Oh, so we've named, we've fully named him there. Well, why Ford. not? Okay. Good on Is you. there an issue? No, not Man, he's a wedding DJ. Exactly Get in right. If you need some wedding DJ business, let's see if we can look Around the Barossa Valley. Wedding DJ, South Australia. <laughs> Has ben he got SEO? <laughs> let's see how good his SEO is, right? <laughs> wedding DJ, Barossa, uh, DJ Ben Events. There you go. Oh, I him? reckon this is him. Oh, give, him a, give him a plug, I mate. reckon give this him is plug. him. Multi-awarded wedding entertainer, including best wedding MC in South Australia 2015-2016. Going for the title three years in a row. Call now, 043. Oh, you can look him up for that. I hope this is him. Let's wonder be what honest. he. Wonder what he. Let, let's let's send another. Let's ask him. Hmm. Tell us what gear he uses. Yes. Is he a pioneer man? What does he use? Yeah. He what using? sort of headphones does he use? Is he just running off iTunes? I don't know. I'm, I'm tipping. He, if he's do you, do you, do you it, think the DJs just press play on their laptop and just pretend to do oh, all that mate, stuff? Oh, mate, 100%. Right? That you reckon, sh- sh- stuff, it's all bull. You reckon they're sort of they're pressing all the buttons? I don't think he's that kind of DJ. You don't reckon? The standard package for Ben in co- in, is a four-hour period. However, wow. we have packages ranging from four to seven hours. Jeez. I hope this is him. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be good if it was someone else. <laughs> I don't know why, though. It says at the bottom of his FAQ. This is I'm just Ben, just yeah. for your notice, mate. Yeah. The bottom of your FAQ page says, I tried to log into my iPad tonight. Turns out it was an Etch-A-Sketch, and I don't own, own an iPad. Also, I'm out of wine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long shift that night. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, good, good, on, good you, on you, Ben. Thanks for your support, We're happy mate. to shout your business. Yes. That, see, that's a shout-out. A shout-out is, is a shout-out. A shout-out is boring when it's just see, your name. you know what? If you don't ask, you don't get it. If you ask for it, he got it. So ben, congratulations, Ben. I, I've, I'm going to have to get your email address because the invoice obviously has come <laughs> by our email. Two Blokes Talking Tech. We'll do it again next week, Stephen. I'll see you then. Yes, you will. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.